It is Thursday afternoon. That means all soccer meets our friends in Audubon. Oh, and some exciting news. I'll tell you about that a little bit later on where you can get them a little bit more locally in time. Uh, wants us to have a conversation with Spencer Orders. You know him, the meat dude, to answer all your meat-related questions. Spencer, are you done with your Christmas shopping? You know, I just want to say I, I do enjoy listening to you and Eric talk, you know, while one name brings me on, you know, and I sometimes forget that I'm not part of the conversation when I'm just waiting to come on air. So it's it's really fun. Uh, but the question, if I'm done shopping, is a question for my wife, as you just alluded to, Tyler. Uh, uh-huh. She buys all the gifts for everybody, and luckily enough, I get to put my name on it. So, uh, so did she? was she tasked with getting herself something? That's that's kind of the you know unspoken rule that we have between each other is uh, buy whatever you want and uh, I'll pay for it I guess. <laughs> you're you're more surprised about what she gets for herself than what, and so you just got your name on it. I, that I understand. I assure you, you're not alone in all of that. I got a lot of people saying that they're guilty. They haven't started yet. Uh, someone said they just finished. Well, congratulations. Take the big sigh of relief because yeah, this is that crunch time coming up. Uh, well, now that you're part of the conversation, I'm glad to have you here on a Thursday. I miss you last week. I don't know if Perry uh, asked you intelligent questions or not. Didn't have a chance to listen, and I'm getting a kind of, well, eh, it depends. But I'm glad to have you back. You didn't quit after joining with our friend Perry Miller. I have questions that have been sent in for you. I'm going to get to those right now. Uh, Tyler, please ask the meat dude for any tips on smoking a 17-pound uh, brisket. Uh, for Christmas uh, Day, already planning on 16 hours cook time. Thanks, Mary Meatness comes in. Okay, so I like that they're giving themselves plenty of time to get a you know that big a brisket done. Uh, that's a great start because uh, the thing about the brisket is you always want to give yourself way more time than it's actually going to take because a brisket will stay hot, wrapped in a in like a cooler or some environment for a long time before you need to before you need to serve it. So there, there's a great start, um, that 16-hour cook time. Other than that, I think, you know, I preach all the time, is it, it all comes down to temperature, uh, monitoring that brisket throughout the cook. Uh, depending on how much smoke you want to get on it will kind of depend on how hot you have it right away. You know, I usually go 200, 225 for the first four or five hours, and then, see what temperature it's at and if it's nowhere near 180 and start ramping it up uh, throughout that cook obviously you want to monitor it so that the surface doesn't get too dry Um, you don't want it sopping wet either so whether you're spritzing it or mopping it or whatever um, throughout the cook that's usually beneficial again with the humidity you don't want to create a crust real quick on a brisket because you want uh, the the heat heat energy to be able to pass through the shell and continue to cook it, um, wrap and, you know, finish it out at 210. So at the end of the day, it's just monitor with the thermometer and uh, give yourself plenty of time. So I think they got, they got it figured out, hopefully. Step one, taking care of the 16-hour cook time prep. So they got it under control, but some additional advice uh, provided. Thanks for answering that. Somebody is making a great point here that meat and meat gift certificates are great gift ideas. I'm going to piggyback off that and say, okay, let's say it's somebody that isn't a big chef. They just want something general. What would be, if somebody came into when you had retail, I know you're in a different realm right now, but somebody comes and says, look, I'm looking for something for uh, grandma or grandpa 
What would you advise them to get? I mean, we're talking like a couple pounds of hamburger, pork chops. What would you suggest somebody if they're going out the meat route? Yeah, I think hamburger is always a good go-to just because everybody probably has an idea of what to do with it. Uh, obviously, you don't want to surprise them. Like, giving somebody a brisket is a great, like, thought because you're, you know, that's a pretty big, large, usually expensive cut of meat. But if you're giving it to somebody that doesn't know how to cook it, it's kind of a waste, right? So ground beef is a good way to go. Any type of sausage, bacon, anything like that, that's usually is depending on where you shop, made in-house. Um, that's always always cool to give people the opportunity to try different places and different things that they're doing. So uh, basic things like that, that no matter who you give it to, they're going to know what to do with it. I think that's kind of the key when it comes to gifting meat or even if you have a gift certificate to go somewhere or if you're given one, you know, All right. stay with what you're comfortable with. So. More questions in for you. Three five two seven zero. Thanks, Adventure RV, for sponsoring the text club. Uh, Tyler, question for the meat dude: Does leaving the bone in on a prime rib roast add fl- extra flavor? <laughs> I get into this debate with people all the time. Um, personally, I don't think it does. Okay, and I said personally, right? <laughs> I heard loud and clear. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm just making that statement. Um, the the how you're cooking prime rib versus the rib meat is is two different methods right so if i ever bought a bone in prime rib and actually a lot of times you'll find retailers present them in a way where they'll actually cut the ribs off completely but then tie them back onto the boneless ribeye roll um, just so you have an opportunity to kind of cook that prime rib to the point that the prime rib is done if there's any flavor that's somehow magically going to penetrate that huge chunk of meat off the ribs, you give it that opportunity. And then you can throw the ribs back in the oven and continue to cook them to make beef back ribs, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't think bone really adds anything. The joke I always tell my customers when they ask if they should keep bone in or boneless, I say the only thing bone adds is a treat for your dog at the end of your meal. Um but, personally, you know, though, this is his personal own. opinion. He wants right. to this is this is me. This is this is Spencer the whatever they call me these days. The meat personal dude. Opinion. Uh, uh, does the having the bone in add extra uh, cook time? Yes, it drastically affects cooking. Hence, why I I prefer a boneless across the board, whether it be steak, roast, anything, because it it, it drastically affects your cooking. All right. Uh, I have a question for you. Other people can continue to send in. In fact, I see other ones coming in, not necessarily meat-related for you. People just want to get to know you as the meat dude, and I'll get to that. We've talked about um, how long certain types of meat you know, last. We, you know, when it comes to beef versus poultry versus pork, I haven't really talked about why. Why, why does beef last longer, seemingly, or more of a dry AJ you can do than, say, poultry? What, I mean, what's the science behind it? Well, poultry is their, um, just their natural bacteria that's in their, just in the world of poultry is, is drastically different compared to a ruminant animal. Um, now, it sounds kind of weird saying that, but it's just different strands that react different um, and, and I'm not talking pathogen-wise. Pathogens are the one that cause foodborne illness. I'm just talking overall 
um, bacteria, like even the good ones that are in meat, are drastically different in a in a chicken than it is a, a beef cow, right? Um, and then the other thing is when we're talking about spoiling or shelf life, the first thing that always goes quote unquote rancid is going to be fat. Um, and fat is drastically different between beef, a ruminant animal and a pig, right? Uh, uh, gastrointestinal animal, right? They have the same digestive system we do, whatever it is. I, I forgot what it's called, but anyways, um, so there's the difference there in pork. So it really comes down to when we're comparing pork to beef. It's the fatty acid profile between the two species. Uh, when it comes to chicken, that's just a whole different world because of the animal. I didn't pay attention that day in anatomy class either, so I'm going to let you off the hook on what uh, the digestive tract is all somebody, about. Somebody will correct me. I'm sure. Believe me. Every, yeah. the, th- the times in which I'm confident or even admit that I'm wrong, people still want to make sure that they know I was wrong, and here's the right answer, you dummy, is what usually what it follows. Uh, yeah. Somebody else asking, I think, more along the lines of a, a gift – uh, meat dude, what is your preferred brand of knives? Uh, there's probably two that I use most of the time, and that's uh, Victorinox is the brand name. And then I my go-to that I use most of the time is a brand called Eftic. Uh, they're made in Germany, and um, they're they're awesome. Uh, I've also used Dexter. Dexter is another big brand of butcher knives. Um, they all have just a slightly different metal profile, so what they're made out of. So uh, the knife world and knife sharpening is, is once you dive into it, it's kind of cool. You know, there's the hardness of the steel that's used, which is will determine how long your edge lasts, but you usually can't get the really hard steels as sharp as you can a soft steel. So there's kind of that middle grounds. Um, things that I use to keep my knives in check or maintained uh, is just an average steel, usually a fine steel, a smooth steel. And then when they need to go to the sharpener, um, there's there's really no better way to sharpen a knife than an old school tri-stone, wet stone, it's called, to use oil on it. Uh, there's a little bit of an art there. You know, there's definitely people out there that are a lot better than me sharpening knives. Um, but there's so many tools out there to sharpen knives these days. It's crazy, I swear. Well, you know, Facebook obviously uh makes you they put stuff in front of you that they know you're going to want to see but i swear Mm -hmm. that's all my feet that's all my feet is full of is knife sharpening so yeah i my phone my phone must have heard me talking about it yeah i (laughs) that's what i was getting uh when we're talking about thermometers and as you know a friend of mine jeff said gotta try the meter and then that's all i got before i even looked at the website or anything but then they coaxed me and they pulled me in I bought it, and I haven't looked back. So another gift idea for some of you out there. Not that I'm endorsing it. I'm just saying I use it. I like it quite a bit. Uh, one question came in asking you about something unrelated. Me, dude, Lions or Vikings on Sunday? Who's going to win? Uh, Lions. <laughs> because you want them to win or because you just this, think this, going this to is win? This is not the radio station to say that on, is it? Hey, I don't, I'm not a Vikings fan. I work here. They haven't fired me yet. Are you a Lions fan? No, I'm neither of those two teams fan. Okay. Well, there. They asked the question, and you provided a straightforward answer, and that's why they like having you on every Thursday. This is brought to you by All Soccer Beats. Uh, Spencer, you have a Merry Christmas, man. We'll uh, do this all over again next Thursday. How's that sound? Yeah, Merry Christmas to everybody, and sounds great. All right, you take care then. Uh, Spencer Worth, the meat dude. Every week, this conversation brought to you by 
Alice Auger Meats. You can find them on the, uh, in Audubon on Main Drag. There, I got that. I'll just give me a little bit of time. Uh, plus, we're going to have some exciting announcements here coming up uh, relatively shortly. In fact, if you follow them online on social media like Facebook, maybe you've already seen some of that. But uh, we'll have uh, more exciting news about that in the days, weeks, and months ahead.